across the street. You'll have to go, darling. Don't forget what I've told you. You live for one thing only, to make it possible for Slans to live normal lives. I think you'll have to kill our great enemy, Keir Gray, even if it means going to the Grand Palace after him. Remember, there'll be shouting and confusion, but keep your head. Good luck, Jami. Not until she had released his hand, after one quick squeeze, did Jami realize that the tenor of her thoughts had changed. The fear was gone. A soothing tranquility flowed from her brain, quieting his jumping nerves, slowing the pounding of his two hearts. As Jami slipped into the shelter made by a man and a woman walking past them, he had a glimpse of men bearing down on the tall figure of his mother, looking very ordinary and very human in her slacks and pink blouse, and with her hair caught up in a tightly knotted scarf. The men, dressed in civilian clothes, were crossing the street, their faces dark with an expression of an unpleasant duty that had to be done. The thought of that unpleasantness, the hatred that went with it, was a shadow in their minds that leaped out at Jami. It puzzled him even in this moment when he was concentrating on escape. Why was it necessary that he should die? He and this wonderful, sensitive, intelligent mother of his. It was all terribly wrong. A car, glittering like a long jewel in the sun, flashed up to the curb. A man's harsh voice called loudly after Jami. Stop! There's the kid! Don't let the kid get away! Stop that boy! People paused and stared. He felt the bewildering mildness of their thoughts. And then he had rounded the corner and was racing along Capitol Avenue. A car was pulling away from the curb. His feet pattered with mad speed. His abnormally strong fingers caught at the rear bumper. He pulled himself aboard and hung on as the car swung into the maze of traffic and began to gather speed. From somewhere behind came the thought, Good luck, Jami. For nine years she had schooled him for this moment, but something caught in his throat as he replied, Good luck, mother. The car went too fast. The miles reeled off too swiftly. Too many people paused in the street and stared at the little boy clinging so precariously to the shining bumper. Jami felt the intensity of their gazes, the thoughts that whipped into their minds and brought jerky, shrill shouts to their lips. Shouts to a driver who didn't hear. Mists of thought followed him then of people who ran into public booths and telephoned the police about a boy caught on a bumper. Jami squirmed, and his eyes waited for a patrol car to swing in behind and flag the speeding auto to a halt. Alarmed, he concentrated his mind for the first time on the car's occupants. Two brain vibrations poured out at him. As he caught those thoughts, Jami shuddered and half-lowered himself toward the pavement, prepared to let go. He looked down, then dizzily pulled himself back into place. The pavement was a sickening blur, distorted by the car's speed. Reluctantly, his mind fumbled into contact again with the brains of the men in the car. The thoughts of the driver were concentrated on his task of maneuvering the machine. The man thought once, flashingly, of a gun carried in a shoulder holster. His name was Sam Enders and he was the chauffeur and bodyguard of the man beside him, John Petty, chief of the secret police of the all-powerful Keir Gray. The police chief's identity penetrated through Jami like an electric shock. 
the notorious land hunter sat relaxed, indifferent to the speed of the car, his mind geared to a slow, meditative mood. Extraordinary mind. Impossible to read anything in it but a blur of surface pulsations. It wasn't, Jami thought, amazed, as if John Petty could be consciously guarding his thoughts. But there was a shield here, as effective in hiding true thoughts as any slants. Yet it was different. Overtones came through that told of a remorseless character, a highly trained and brilliant brain. Suddenly there was the tail end of a thought, brought to the surface by a flurry of passion that shattered the man's calm. I, I've got to kill that slan girl, Kathleen Layton. That's the only way to undermine Keir Gray. Frantically, Jami attempted to follow the thought, but it was gone into the shadows, out of reach. And yet he had the...